0: Hello friends, welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're thrilled that you have joined us today for another Revving the Word episode. Before we get started with it though, we want you to know this Saturday is the day. Rev On The Air, our virtual freedom party is happening Saturday, September 25th. We're going to spend four hours celebrating you as we look back at what God has done through 10 years of Revelation Wellness. This day will be all things Rev. It's going to have workouts, teachings, and even some fun behind the scenes experiences. You can consider Rev on the Air a virtual version of Rev on the Road. If you've had the opportunity to join us for one of these in-person freedom parties, you know that you don't want to miss the contagious joy and freedom you'll experience. It all takes place on our website, live streamed this coming Saturday, September 25th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can stay for the full four hours or you can come and go as your schedule allows. Let's celebrate God's goodness over 10 years of Revelation Wellness and find out how you can be part of the next 10. You can head over to our website to add a reminder to your calendar. And if you swipe up the link is in your show notes. And now let's get started with our Revving the Word episode. We're so excited to do this with you in community and move together in love. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one,
1: play. All right, deep breath, inhale, exhale. Let's take an audible breath hear your breath, feel your breath, <sighs> be grateful for your breath, it's fueling your ability to do this today, to be awake, here. all 12 systems of your body getting what they need because you have air, you have breath. So let's just step back and be thankful for something as small as our breath. (laughs) If you've ever had the wind knocked out of you or had a moment where you couldn't breathe, yeah. You know, it matters. So grateful. It's really important for us that we learn how to get small here all the time. Get small. And I'm not talking about waist size, pants size, numbers on a scale. You know, I'll tell you, that'll all work out. It'll all settle where it needs to be if we can get small. Get small in our nature and our character and our mindset to think of God more really hard to do these days i don't know maybe i don't know maybe it's just me but it's a pretty noisy world telling you all the time what you should be fighting for what you deserve what's possible for you it's a very us or i should say you centered world right come on confess man and we have to stay sober to this You can have the best intention and find yourself drifting into the kingdom building of self. Come back. So Holy Spirit, thank you for today. Thank you for our breath as we move our bodies today. Thank you. We give you permission. We open the doors of our heart for you to come in, lead us, teach us, form us, fashion us, start again if necessary. Actually, we do need to start again from a place of small. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, God. We love you. Use this workout. God, because we aren't willing to just be doers or hearers of the word. We want to do something with it. We want to put muscle around it, God. We want to be doers. But in your spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today, get comfortable being uncomfortable, settle into a working pace that feels good for you. We'll have a couple songs where I'm going to say, just go, go ahead and have a couple pushes, interval pushes, if you want them. Be in your body right now, get in your mind. Cause we are continuing with our study of the kingdom. We talked about in part one, what is the kingdom? Oh, it's so good. Jesus talks about the kingdom, what it's like, how near it is, how you enter, how it operates. He's not just talking about a kingdom to tell us a bedtime story. It's because it's the reality from which we exist now as children of God, the reality we were always, always created for, a life with God in His kingdom remember kingdom is just a space a place where one has sovereignty and rule we don't learned a lot of fun things about where kingdoms began here on earth so good go back and listen i we, want everyone to listen to this series because it changes everything about how you approach life so we talked about what is the kingdom Part two, who is our king? Who are we serving? What's he like? And now today, what does it mean for us? So what's the point, Alisa? Well, the point is, we belong to Christ's kingdom. Our verse we've been referring to is back in John 18, 36, when Jesus is interrogated by Herod saying, who are you? Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus says that I am not of this kingdom. I am not from this world. Not of this world and not from this world. And what his kingdom is like. So today, this message matters. I think I did part one, part two to get us to part three. That we belong Christ's kingdom. Daniel 7 says this, and to him being the ancient of days, Daniel's having a vision, and to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people's nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed. That's verse 14. Then in verse 27, and the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. This is the word of the Lord. So Daniel back under Babylonian rule, another kingdom is ruling on earth. The Babylonians, a wicked kingdom. (laughs) But also affluent, come on. You guys, we are so capable. We are creators. (laughs) We can create stuff for good or for evil. And it can look good on the surface. It can meet our needs of our pleasure seeking. And all the while, it's underground evil. And David has this vision. I'm sorry, Daniel. Accelerate just a bit. Come on. Only if you can lift the corners of your mouth. Repeat after me. I belong to Christ's kingdom and of his kingdom,
2: there is no end.
1: We belong to Christ's kingdom now. If you are born, born again. And here's my thing, I think there's some people that are spectators of the kingdom. They're just watching it, viewing it, when comfortable, (laughs) acceptable, then they say, yeah, that's the kingdom I believe in, when it's efficient for them. It's not how it works, guys. We either belong or we don't. This is why Jesus is real clear about the separation of the sheep and the goat. Go away, I never knew you. But wait, didn't you see me when I I fed the hungry? Gave them something to drink, did all the right things. Go away, never knew you. Pull back. You don't get to come in and out of the kingdom. We don't waver in it. And I'm grateful for that. People kind of go, well, that's not very kind. It's very kind. We have a saying in Revelation Wellness, we use it a lot. The clarity is kindness. Be as clear as possible with people, with the expectations, requirements. It's kind. Don't keep moving the target. And that's definitely Jesus. He won't move the target. He tells you exactly what his kingdom is like. We are born into this kingdom. So a couple things that we need to know. As we belong to Christ's kingdom. One, it's an indestructible kingdom. Isn't that cool? It even says, Daniel says it. All people will serve him. His dominion, what he rules over, is an everlasting one. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom. It's indestructible. You know what that means? As a citizen of the kingdom, you are indestructible. Listen, you're on earth right now as a representative of this kingdom. When you die, you just go back to the kingdom. (laughs) Come on. Why do we fear running around, feeding into different theories, trying to keep our life for ourselves? We belong to the kingdom. And if you don't belong to this kingdom, you will be frustrated. He is the point. I am here today to move your body because he is the point to get past your barriers (laughs) so that you would be indestructible, that you wouldn't fall prey to the temptations, the pleasures of the flesh, acceptance of man. Come on. Applause. Come on. Get small. Just keep the groove and then she'll come
2: back to you again. Let the music play. She won't get away. This screws can't ignore. She won't leave you anymore. All right,
1: take a deep breath. Everyone, go outside your comfort zone. Go. Come on. Just 45 seconds. Go.
2: And love put us into a group as soon as we started to move.
1: The music can be more if you're just smiling and having a good time because the joy of the Lord is strong.
2: I thought it was clear the plan was we would share the
1: speed. Fifteen seconds. Come on, I call this blow the smoke out of the pipes. Come on, you're going to die anyways. Three, two, pull back, stand still. If you have to put your hands on your thighs and hinge forward, you know how those Olympic athletes, when they do those short sprints, They have two body posture response at the end. Collapse, (laughs) just fall down. I'd rather you not fall down. And the next vision, the next body response is hip hinging forward, hands on thighs, breathing. Go, 45 seconds. Listen, if you gave it all on your first one, you probably don't have as much, or maybe you do have more. Maybe your muscles are waking up. Come on, you belong to Christ's kingdom, and it's an everlasting kingdom. You and Him, indestructible. Recover. Thirty seconds. Who? Breathe through your nose. Come on. Lead your body. Tell your body it's gonna be okay. Thank you. Good job. Good job, members of my body. You're doing it right, members of my body. Yeah, Yeah, remember, you have dominion over your body. Be a good queen. Lead well. Be a good king.
2: Good. Oh, that was fun. We
1: don't have to do that again. Well, we don't get to. There's no half-tos here. No half-tos in the kingdom. Isn't that true? know how to. Okay. God's kingdom is indestructible. Just move. Keep your heart rate. Keep the blood flow going. Occupy that limbic brain. Take leadership. Reason with God's word here. Second thing is that you are born to belong to this kingdom you were born to belong to it now we were born to our mother and our father and hopefully if our mother and father knew the lord they pointed us right back to him at birth but for some of you it was like me that didn't happen (laughs) until somebody was in need and needed to needed to belong needed to know they're not just floating through this world unattached. You were born to belong. At this point, when we think about belonging, I want you to shift to attachment. Think attach. We are born to attach ourselves to someone or something. Just look at a newborn. We are born to belong. you were born to be here with me today, right now, reattaching yourself to the vine, to the king, and his kingdom, of which there is no end to his dominion. It's everlasting, and he hands us. We're given the kingdom.
2: I love it.
1: Jesus comes to Peter. The disciple says, who do the people say that I am? Peter says, well, some say you're John the Baptist. You're from Elijah. You're a prophet. And Jesus says to him, who do you say that I am, Peter? Peter says, well, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter kinged him. You. You're the Christ. Son of living God. And Jesus turns and says to Peter, blessed be you. Simon Bar-Jonah says his whole name. I love it. Usually we think our whole name is when we're in trouble. Oh no, Peter is being celebrated. The fullness of Peter. Acknowledge the fullness of God. And in that Blessed be you on this rock, we'll build this church. I will build this church and the kingdom of hell shall not prevail against it, that we have the keys. I shall give you the keys and you will bind and loosen. Come on. We were born to belong and be handed the house keys. you know that and you're not a latchkey kid you're a kid that lives from abundance god is with you god is for you and though you belong to this kingdom you're sent out just like jesus into this world to show people represent the kingdom so here's the deal this kingdom is non-negotiable. You don't get to waver back and forth. I belong, I don't belong, I belong, I don't belong. Nope. That's brain damage. That's, right? You belong, and you can't waver back and forth. You guys, my father on earth was a man named Ed Amador. And no matter what, he will always be my father. (laughs) I have his DNA. I cannot belong to another man as a father on this earth. I was born to belong to Ed Amador on the earth so that I could belong to God's kingdom. Insert your own name. You were born to who? State your father's name. And if it's unknown, I don't know. But God saw me. He formed me. Jeremiah 1.5, go read it. Before you were born, I saw you, unformed body. I formed you in the womb. Called you be a prophet a spokesperson of my kingdom to the nations you belong to God deep breaths. Deep breaths. Inhale, exhale. Father, come. Give us a reality, a vision of your kingdom. We belong to this kingdom. Come on! Engage your core a little more. Get more whole on purpose. Take your place, Saint. Take your place. and the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. I'm gonna say two words. You're gonna say two words. I'm gonna say his love, and you're gonna say never quits. His love. His love. His love. Non negotiable, indestructible. Non negotiable, indestructible. You belong. You belong. You small praise, but he's, not small, he's, big. he's the everlasting God. He's infinite. He cannot be accelerate. Go earth, twenty seconds. Do it as a earth,
0: physical act of your spiritual liberty. God. He's an awesome God. He's, God. he's a mighty God,
2: he's a holy God. So from the front to the back, to the left,
1: four. To the right, three every
2: leader, every teenager, Two.
1: All right. Here's the deal. You belong. You're attached to this kingdom. It's not negotiable. Like this is not not maybe some days, some portions of my days on Sundays, on some days and Sundays. Come on,
2: get
1: this picture of a child in a car seat. (laughs) Come on, you're latched in. (laughs) I remember the first day we took my son home from the hospital, our first child. Everyone remember that moment if you have a baby or you take it on its first car ride. Tiny little thing, like a seed. Jack couldn't even hold his head up. We had to put all these things around his neck because it just flopped over. (laughs) and buckle him in like nine different contraptions we had it checked by fire department to make sure we did it right (laughs) because this is precious cargo this belongs right here in the back seat of this car and I got to get it from A to B to the grocery store and home, whatever it is. Because life is a journey, an adventure. But God buckles you in, fastens you in. And there are things, guys, that we can do to detach ourselves from his presence. Just like those kids that learn how to work their car seat, they can unlock it. What happens? It's dangerous. They don't even know it. They're more fascinated by the the latches and the keys than the destination. Distracted. Looking at the things they can't do because of this thing. Focused on that, not realizing you're going somewhere (laughs) you won't be this restrained when we get there we're going to let you out of the car seat and you're going to explore and then we're going to get back in the car seat but even when we're out exploring you're going to stay close to me one of my greatest fears as a mom was losing my child anyone and i know for me it was because (laughs) I got lost a lot as a child. My parents would just lose track of me and it was a different time. You could get lost. There would be an announcement over the, the store. Actually, my mom always knew when I was lost. She said that I would just scream. I would just freeze and scream. And she would find me. Come on. That'll preach. Some of you need to just stop and scream. Yeah, accelerate. So there are things we do. We navel-gaze looking at the latch. How do I get out of this thing? Ephesians 5:5 5, 5. For be sure of this that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous that is an idolater has no inheritance in the kingdom of God this song was singing over you every other god is an idol every other thing you think you need that detaches you from the kingdom it's an idol it's an idol recover we got a couple songs now idolatry can be defined as devotion to anyone or anything more than God.
2: Remember, we aren't
1: to be attached to this world. Now here's what I love. (laughs) Attachment to anything else but God is idolatry. Do you understand? That is more devotion to, more focus on, it's idolatry. Now, the word attached, I wanna move it to addiction, or addict, addicts. This is why I'm telling you about this because we are all prone to be in the addicts. We attach ourselves to things of this world. When you are to attach to the kingdom, the root word addict comes from the Latin word, addictus which means, quote, to devote, sacrifice, sell out, betray, or abandon, yeah? That's what happens in idolatry. We devote ourselves to someone or something. Do not devote yourself here to working out and getting smaller pairs of jeans. Come, eat and drink of the bread and the water that satisfies quenches your thirst don't sacrifice for things that won't matter in the end you do not need smaller thighs to be effective for the kingdom remember your body gets to be any shape or size you want it to be as long as you have the heart God wants you to have so we attach ourselves to this world. When we belong attached to the kingdom of God, we were bought at a price, guys, in order to belong to God. Now here's, let me explain what happens, why you seek other kings and kingdoms. Because you were made for pleasure. Yeah? Desiring pleasure is not a sin. And we are a dopamine drunk nation. And if you're in a first world country, world. And we are prone to seek pleasure. And dopamine is a molecule that bridges the gap between two neurons two neurons think of them as one thought but it's broken it needs to jump the gap with a neurotransmitter to complete the neural pathway dopamine is a neurotransmitter it's a key you can access that that bridge that space and fill it so we Man, we wanna be filled. And we wanna be filled with good things. Dopamine is integrated with the experience of reward and movement. Movement, right now? Seriously. That's what I love about Revelation Wellness is we're, we're handing out dopamine. That you would delight yourself in the Lord. We are always releasing dopamine always now it's a deviation of a baseline we were all born with a baseline of dopamine some of you had a lower baseline because you were born into a fallen world and yet if you lived in the right time when there weren't pleasures abounding at your fingertips you would be one of the greatest assets to our civilization because with low dopamine you will seek it out so you'd be more likely to plant the crops grow the crops clean the crops make the food because there was no Facebook there was no heroin there were no opioids those would come and the enemy was sure we would find them money possessions power it became easier to get those and in some ways it's so humane and kind that god goes y'all can be kings you can all have a platform on social media what are you going to use it for right what's the heart behind it we all have a baseline And then we seek pleasure. And when we seek pleasure and get pleasure, we push on the dopamine pedal. And the payoff soars high. But then with every high comes what? A low. This happens in the Christian world. We go to a conference, will you come here? You're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And you get high on dopamine. You can get high on worship. And listen, there are worse things. And I think God goes, do that. Fill yourself with me. Get so enthralled with me. But remember, we don't live for the high. That's where we get in danger. That's where you will leave detached from the kingdom. If you're only in it for the high, So when we go up and down at erratic paces, that we can lower our baseline even more. This is how sugar addiction happens, alcohol addiction happens, anything but God. And like I said, even with God, we can get these highs. Listen, I'm a hope dealer. I deal it out a little bit every week here with you, but big time when we go away on our in-person retreats, get out. It's like just so much joy of the Lord. And it's not all easy, lots of tears. Gosh, the Lord does good work, and I watch it, and it's addicting. You're like, I- I'm gonna do that again. I'll be back in six months. See you in six months. (laughs) And we leave the mountain, come home. We're tired, worn out. Because you can't sustain that. But it's good work. I do not love God for the payoff. I love him because he paid. I belong to him. Always. high or low, abounding or basing. Well, better or hungry. I'm along. So do you. So y'all know, now living in the world we live in, you are chronically bored. Because all your pleasures are met so quickly. Ah, Come on. And this is how we punt on the kingdom. The kingdom is like a seed. It takes time we want it all fast now pleasure right now and if we get it too fast and too soon over and over it'll burn us out and so in our impatience i'm coming after patience this is why we've been doing the meditation challenge just getting you to sit still be still get uncomfortable with that because all this going and doing it's a masquerade of pleasure-seeking and so life is boring for us now because all of our needs have been met and in our boredom we seek pleasure and in seeking pleasure we leave the kingdom of God that is ever-increasing Never ending, never lacking, always present. Come on, repent right now. Return home. Train your ability to be uncomfortable, patient, not accepted by everyone. I think I'm going to do one more teaching on the kingdom about just accepting the fact you're going to be misunderstood. Oh, what will we do with that? Run to Facebook. No. So, God, we love you. We thank you that you are beautiful, glorious, majestic, awesome, amazing fantastic gracious extravagant you are our king and we belong to you come work on us until we are completely wholeheartedly devoted to being yours keep the kingdom before our eyes god not this world You are not of this world, from this world. Neither are we. God, I I know you also created us for pleasure. Help us. Help us modulate right now. Listen, if you suffer from addiction of any kind, sugar, alcohol, pornography, money, spending, Amazon Prime, come on, raise your hands, put them up. Lord, here we are. Instead of saying, send us, heal us, God. We've heard this message today. In our sober minds, we need you. We want to belong to you, God. We've heard your words, and you know our need for pleasure. You designed us for pleasure. God, teach us in this world that we are in, but not of or from, how (laughs) to step through it day after day to belong to you, And to bring heaven to earth. God help us to remember it's not about us. But in being about you, the light comes, pleasure comes. We are who we created, you created us to be. Have your way, reset us. Dopamine levels, reset right now in Jesus' name. The things you craved for yesterday, not today. We crave you, God. We love you. We want to be addicted to you. That we will rise and fall with you. And that we can hold consistently and a constancy in our trials and our sufferings as we know they're producing a perfect work in us. The kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.